So let's begin. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. Bab ma jaa fi sahwi idha qama min raka'atay al-faridati. Bab chapter ma jaa fi sahwi what has come regarding sahu meaning what has been taught regarding sahu idha qama min raka'atay al-farida when a person gets up from the two rak'ah of the obligatory prayer meaning in the second rak'ah of the obligatory prayer you're technically supposed to sit for tashahhud correct but what if a person forgets that and stands up meaning he misses the first tashahhud what should be done let's find out حدثنا عبد الله بن يوسف اخبرنا مالك بن انس عن ابن شهاب عن عبد الرحمن الاعرج عن عبد الله بن بحينة رضي الله عنه انه قال صلى لنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ركعتين the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam led us into rak'at min ba'd as-salawat in a prayer thumma qama then he got up falam yajlis and he did not sit faqama an-nasu ma'ahu and the people also got up with him falamma qada salatahu then when he completed his prayer meaning he reached the end wa nadharna taslimahu and we saw his taslim or we waited for his taslim meaning we were expecting the salam or he did the salam because nadhara means both things either to see or to wait to expect something what did he do kabbara He said takbir qabla at-taslim before the taslim fasajada sajdatain he performed two sajda wa huwa jalisun while he was sitting thumma sallama then he said the salam Now what happened over here this was a four rak'ah prayer and in the second rak'ah the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam forgot to sit in tashahhud But then we see that before he ended the prayer he realized himself that he had forgotten this part of the prayer So what did he do? He performed sajda sahu at the end of the prayer. What do you see here? He did not repeat a rak'ah. So the second tashahhud is wajib or a rukn? It is a wajib. It's of the wajibat of salah. Because if it was of the arkan of salah, then the Prophet ﷺ would have performed the second rak'ah. All right? and at the end of the second rak'ah he would have sat for the tashahhud and then he would perform the third rak'ah but he did not do that he only performed sajdatus sahu which tells us that sajdatus sahu will suffice for missing a wajib of salah then we see over here the humanity of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he forgot so can you forget can you forget yes Can your very righteous sister forget? Can the very righteous imam forget? Every human being can forget. So please do not judge people if they make a mistake in salah. We're all human beings and we're all in the same struggle. Shaitan is after all of us and we're all weak. Because sometimes what happens is that if we see somebody making a mistake in salah, we immediately judge them. So no need to judge people because the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam also forgot but of course you should be strict with yourself in the sense that if you are forgetting in every salah 
Ask yourself, what's going on? Why am I not focusing? What's wrong with me? So keep a check on yourself and take account of yourself. Alright? But if there is a mistake like this, then don't be so judgmental. Then we see here that the Prophet ﷺ performed the sajda. If we understand this hadith in one way, he performed it before the salam. Meaning sajdu sahu. When? Before the salam. So this teaches us that sajdatu sahu that is made in order to make up a naqs of a wajib, right? Then that sajdatu sahu would be when? Before the salam. This is also important. When do you do sajdatu sahu? Before the salam or after the salam? Before the salam or after the salam? It depends on what mistake you made. Okay, there's two types of mistakes basically that we're talking about here. One type of mistake is that you are adding something to the prayer. Another type of mistake is that you're missing something. Okay, clear? If you are adding something, then the sajdatu sahab will be when? After salam. If you're missing something, you're leaving something out. Then sajdatu sahab will be before the salam. Clear? Okay. Because we see in this hadith, the Prophet ﷺ did it here, before the salam. The thing is that the beauty of studying hadith is that you remember stories. Right? And it's very easy to understand fiqh when you remember stories. Because what you have to do is, you have to recall what the Prophet ﷺ did, and then you know what to do. Right? So for example, if you miss the tashahud, you recall what happened in the story. And what was that? He did not make up the tashahud. He just did sajdatu sahu. And you also know what to do. حدثنا عبد الله بن يوسف أخبرنا مالك عن يحيى بن سعيد عن عبد الرحمن الأعرج عن عبد الله بن بحينة رضي الله عنه أنه قال إن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قام من اثنتين من الظهر لم يجلس بينهما He said that the Prophet ﷺ got up from the second rak'ah in Zuhr prayer and he did not sit. فَلَمَّا قَضَى صَلَاتَهُ When he completed the prayer, سَجَدَ سَجْدَتَيْنِ He performed two sajda, ثُمَّ سَلَّمَ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ And then he made the taslim after that. So what do we see here? Same kind of sahu of forgetting the first tashahud. And how do you fix that? You just do sajdatu sahu before the salam. Bab ida salla khamsan. What about when you're adding something to the prayer? When he performs five raka'at, what to do then? And you see the tartib of Imam Bukhari is very good. Firstly, he mentions missing an obligatory part of prayer. Now he mentions adding something to the prayer. حدثنا أبو الوليد حدثنا شعبة عن الحكم عن إبراهيم عن علقمة عن عبد الله رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم صلى الظهر خمسا. He said the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم performed the Zuhr prayer five rak'at. فقيل له so it was said to him أزيد في الصلاة has the صلاة been increased meaning after he ended the prayer okay. Somebody asked him, has the salah been increased? 
فَقَالَ وَمَا ذَاكَ The Prophet ﷺ said, What is that for? Meaning, why are you asking this? قَالَ صَلَّيْتَ خَمْسًا The man said that, O Prophet ﷺ, you performed five rak'at. فَسَجَدَ سَجْدَتَيْنِ بَعْدَ مَا سَلَّمَ So he performed to sajda when? After he had said the salam. So what does this mean? That in the case of ziyada, okay, remember the first category, the case of ziyada, where you're adding something, okay, by mistake of course, what do you do? You complete your prayer, and then after the prayer, you perform to sajda. Now, you see there could be three possibilities, okay, where you're adding something to the prayer. One possibility is that you remember that you're adding something to the prayer, within the prayer, as soon as you begin that addition. Okay? So as soon as you begin the fifth rak'ah, you remember, this is the fifth rak'ah. I'm supposed to sit down. Or sometimes what happens is that, you know, you are getting up, as you get up and somebody tells you, somebody who's watching you pray tells you, why are you performing a fifth rak'ah? Right? So somebody points it out to you or you realize yourself. So then what are you going to do? You're going to sit down right away. You're going to sit down right away. You're not going to do rukur and sajda and everything. No, you're going to sit down right away. You're going to complete the prayer. And then you're going to do sajda sahab after the salam. Another possibility is that you remember after the salam. So meaning you completed the prayer and then you remember. What do you do there? Get angry with yourself. Perform the entire salah all over again. Yeah? What do you do? You just perform to sajda. That's it. Another possibility is that you remember in the last tashahud. Meaning you did the whole rakah. And then you're like, oh my God, this is the fifth rakah. So then, again, you will just say the salam and then do the to sajda sahab. So basically when you're adding something to the prayer by accident, what do you do? To sajda after salam, regardless of when you remember. During it, at the end of it, after salah, regardless of that. Okay? Is this clear? You stop right there, you go into the tashahud, you go back to where you were supposed to be, and then you end the prayer, and after ending the prayer you... Uh, perform the sajda to sahab. Any other question? Yes. Okay. So you sat in the fourth rakah? Yeah, I finished right? completely. Instead of salam, I And instead up. of salam, you got up again, real, yeah. thinking that yeah. this was your second yeah. rakah. So you I got up for your third rakah in your mind. Yeah. But then as soon as you got up, you're like, no, 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 this was actually my fourth rakah. Yes. So what are you going to do? So Sajid what is she going to do? Can somebody help? You just sit down and you say your salam because you have done your tashahud already. You've said it, if you said it all the way to the end. If you didn't say it all the way to the end, all right, meaning you missed the salat ala nabi, uh, then you will say it, the tashahud, and then you will say the salam, and after the salam you're going to do? You're going to do? To sajda. Why after the salam? Because you added something by mistake. I didn't add, but then as soon as I stood, I didn't do my... But you did stand I up. I stood, yeah. Exactly. Oh, so that's addition. Exactly. Okay. You did stand up. Okay. Right? Okay. Yes. Go ahead. 
I have a question about the window. So is it like in the same raqa? Like let's say I... So think of it as the end of the raqa. The end of the raqa. End so, of the raqa. So if it's still within that same raqa, even if I missed fatha, I can get up and make up my fatha and come back. Because you were talking about raqa. Right? Yeah. So there's two things about this. Some scholars say that before you reach the same point okay. in the following raqa. Okay? So... so Whatever that is, ruku or sajda, whatever that is. You said if you miss the ruku and okay. you're already in sajda, then you can get up from sajda and go back to your ruku, like do a rewind, go back to your ruku, finish it, and that whole unit, the ruku in its entirety will be complete for you. Uh-huh. And you don't have to make it up afterwards. But I'm saying, what's the point of the window? Because right there, in my mind, the point of the window was the sajda, because you wanted to so, finish So basically, if you are able to Meaning, if you have not gone too far in your prayer, okay. okay, then what do you do? You take a step back, meaning you rewind back to what you missed, alright? And then you continue your prayer from there. But if you're too far ahead now, it doesn't make sense to go back. Go back. Okay. What are you going to do? Just continue with your prayer, and then at the end, perform one rakah at the end. Okay. So basically, use your judgment there. See if it's possible to reverse and make up what you missed. If you're too far ahead, don't worry about it. Carry on with your prayer. Before the salam, make up one rakah. Yeah, I have a very simple short question about the uh, missing part told by someone else. You know, In that case, we have to do sajda sahib after salam because somebody will let us know after we finish our prayer in this case. Of course. Now, if you missed something in salam, Okay, you missed something in salah. If it's a rukun, what do you have to do? You have to repeat that. I you have to repeat the rakah. Yeah, that's right. right. And as you reach the end of the rakah, what will you do? Perform two sajda and then salam. But if, of course, if it's a wajib, then yeah. you don't have to make it up. Yes. Only sajda sahu is yeah. enough. Yeah. So then, of course, because. Somebody told you later. Yes, right? that's what I meant. Exactly. You know, in both cases, the other or naqs, mm-hmm. if you have been told by someone else, then obviously that sajda will be after salam. Oh, yeah. Um, one more thing, one very important thing that I would like to mention to you about forgetting, about shak, being in doubt. There is one type of shak that you do pay attention to, and there is another type of shak that you ignore. The type of shak that you do pay attention to is the one that we discussed. Where you're not sure whether you performed something or not. And you are either 50-50 unsure or you're 60-40 unsure, something like that. Okay, so this type of shak you will pay attention to. But then there is another type of shak which you will completely ignore. What kind of shak is that? Excessive Shak. Excessive shak. Meaning, you're doubting again and again. So for example, you recited Surah Al-Fatiha and you're like, did I say dua istiftah? So you recite istiftah and then you recite Surah Al-Fatiha and then again you have this shak, did I really recite dua istiftah? So you start all over again. And this is not just happening once or twice, it's happening again and again. And then as you proceed through your salah, in every action of salah, you have shak, 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 
too much shak, then you will start ignoring the shak. Okay? When the shak is excessive, you are going to no longer think about what you have done so far. You're going to focus on what? On the now. What am I doing right now? And carry on with your salah. And if it's getting to a stage where you no longer even realize where you are in salah, it can happen. Hmm? That again and again there's shak again and again. You can have a friend or a sister or somebody sit next to you and help you complete your prayer. So for example, you're not sure and your sister sees that you have been standing in your rukur for the past five minutes or for the past two minutes, she can tell you, get up now. And you have to listen to her. You understand? So this type of shak, when it's excessive, you have to ignore it. And there is no sajda sahaw either. You have to ignore it and there is no sajda sahaw either. Alright? Also remember that if there is shak after completing salah, you completed your prayer, and five minutes later you start wondering, did I pray three rakah, four rakah, five rakah? I'm not sure. You know what? Let me just repeat my salah all over again. No. If you have shak after completing the salah, then you just ignore that shak. You completely ignore that shak. Unless there's a reason for you to have doubt in your prayer. What is that reason? For instance, you think that you performed four rakah. And your brother who was watching you is saying you definitely performed three. You understand? And then you start doubting yourself also. Maybe he is right. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't think I remember what I recited in the rukur or in the sajda. So if I don't remember, maybe I didn't say it. You know, sometimes you have that feeling. So now you have a reason to have that doubt. Okay? So then you will fix that doubt. But if there is no solid reason for you to have that doubt, and you have completed your prayer, then you will ignore that doubt. So two types of shak you will ignore. What are they? The first type of shak is, Excessive. Alright? And the second type of shak is that which comes after the salah. So that you will ignore. Okay? Clear? Any question? Yes. How much they make it easy for us for prayer and understanding that? Think about if we do not have this option. Like every time we will pray for a cut and you keep yeah. repeating, repeating. This knowledge makes our life easy. You might think that, oh my God, this is too complicated. You know what? Maybe I won't come next weekend. Forget about it. I'm done. At least I did three chapters of Bukhari. That's enough for me. You might think like that, but realize that this knowledge will actually help you. Because we're human beings and we forget. And you know what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taught us these things to take us out of difficulty. Isn't it? Because guilt, staying in guilt, makes life very difficult. If you're not confident about your salah, then what are you confident about? And if shaitan is taking over you with respect to your prayer, then what's going to happen in the rest of your life? So we should know where such a sahuv is necessary, where it's not necessary, 
And in what situation do we have to repeat? And in what situation we don't have to repeat? Alright? Now, any questions you have, please write them down right now. Any question you have, please write it down immediately. And in our next class, if it's not answered, then make sure you ask me that question. Don't say, I will write it later. Because you know what's going to happen after a few minutes? Sahu. Okay? Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.